The following episode is brought to you by Darren Katzka, Devious Pop-Tart, Elizabeth Clark, Irene Viarito, Laura Pickren, Nathan Stuller, Charles Compton, Natasha Rallerson, David Scrams, Edvarth Arnoff, Jerry Thunes, Mark Stanley, Rebecca Gauman, and Shelby Johnson, as well as all of our generous patrons. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, an actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. Jeff. Welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Fun. Fun, fun. Nothing good. Yeah, who wants to go first? (laughs) Had a very bad time at a party. Yeah. And Hob had a pretty rough time at a club. And Sana had a really bad time at a party. And Milo wanted to make sure everybody was having a good time, but no. And some people just can't have a good time. Reynard had a time in general. <laughs> Some time passed around Reynard. <laughs> we went to the we went shopping and went to the party. Eris wore what she wanted this time. Eris wore a compromise between what she wanted and what Sana would accept this time. And she's armed. She tried to talk to Harbin and Went bad. Arbin hates Eris vengefully and with a burning passion. Strong sentiment, but and And we saw Elira coming towards us, and we rolled a triumph, or Trevor rolled a triumph, and somehow we used it to cause Kath to appear and kidnap some people and make things worse. That's what happened on me and Milo's end. Yep. And on our end, we continued our misadventures in the nightclub, the Ebony Vale, and we met Eldrin. And I, I don't know if it was Reynard's first impression, but if it was a less than stellar one. Well, no, I think our impression with him was fine. It was the impression with everyone else that wasn't great. <laughs> Fair. He was just somewhat confused. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to shoot you guys straight. I'm really trying to remember how he oh, we- felt about us at the end of the episode. Well, he only showed up at the very end. At the very end. We I think again I s- used a triumph to make everything terrible and summoned the ram. But I think I spit advantage or something on saying he had a favorable impression of me. That's yeah, right. yeah, you had made a good impression so. in the past. <clears throat> or something. And we uh, got out the back and are headed to the bird. The only kind of good first impressions that Reynard can make when the reins aren't in Trevor's hands. <laughs> Off screen. Okay, so we are going to pick up with Hob and Reynard headed mm-hmm. to the consistent bird. You all are able to arrive easily and without incident heading to Middle Dura where the consistent bird is. And as you all approach, you actually notice that the exterior it seems Rafen has maybe done a couple of upgrades, updates. The sign still has the clockwork bird 
look, but now it has the bird. It's like when Glamour Weave outfits have illusory three-dimensional effect, where now the mechanical bird is actually flying around the sign and will occasionally land on a perch and kind of look around and then take off and fly again. But it changes colors into like pinks and purplish hues as it flies around the sign. Bears so love that's, that. And yeah, as you all walk in, there, there's been not a full-on facelift, but just a bit more of leaning into the aesthetic that you had encountered before. Lots of, it seems like if in our world you went to a steampunk themed bar, that's the vibe in a lot more like pipes, gears on the wall, stuff like that. And a bunch of clockwork designs. You still see the automatons walking around. Rafen, the pink skin tiefling behind the bar, and she is laughing with some guests as you all enter. You do see the host stand there with an automaton awaiting, like just staring at you. An elder and kind of looks around. This is not my type of place. It's very bright. That was my first impression as well, but give it a chance. It's fun. You'll love it. Okay. Where do we sit? How does this work? Why is there a suit of armor just staring at me? We, I will ask for a table. And he just looks at you expectantly, Reynard. Hob steps forward. Hob still works for Reynard until Reynard tells Eldrin he doesn't. Yeah. Hob yeah. steps forward and says, we would like a table for three, please. The automaton lurches to life and grabs three like pieces of paper that are on slabs of wood and begins to walk away from you all towards the table. Is Hob known here now? Because he's come here, set, like, this is his meeting yeah. place with people that aren't part of the group. This is yeah, where to go, so. Rafen would recognize you. She's the only sapient member of the staff. But yeah, Rafen would recognize you. And there I, would probably I, be a couple I, regulars here and there. But. I didn't know if the automata could retain memory or not. No, these are very, they, they serve the function that they serve, but that there's no real intent to imbue them with personality. Okay. There's a bit of a moral gray area of making an automaton that would be too close to a Warforged. Then you're starting to get like morally weird. So Rafen stays away from that line by just making automaton that function for the job that they were created to serve. Sure. So it's Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, if the band also served the pizza. Yes. And yeah, you are seated in a booth and left with menus in front of you. The automaton produces out of their chassis. They open a door and you feel a rush of cool air as they pull a bottle, a glass bottle of water out and set it on the table. And there's glasses already set on the table for you. And then it walks away. Oh, Certainly some novelty to all of this. Yes, isn't it fun? Something new. What is a Warforged Whetstone Steak? That sounds dreadful as Eldrin picks up the menu and begins to peruse it. I haven't tried that one yet, but this anything with cheese is great. Cheese. They have cheese, right? Odd. On Earth as it is in Eberron. <laughs> they have cheese, yes. Yeah, and there's there's about... 10 people. It's not super busy in here, but there's five pairs at various tables of people talking. You were sat in a section, so there are people in the table right near you. 
you see a halfling with bright red hair and a what seems to be a very like dark olive skinned human man that looks like a pirate captain sitting with a very cheerful and playful halfling with bright red hair who's tinkering with something on the table. But that's the table closest to you all. What we rushed out of there. You said you wanted to speak to me. Yes, I do. Okay. God, how do you just bring it up now? Don't leave uh, me in suspense. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Now it's just awkward because it's been a month. <laughs> it feels like it, certainly. Yeah. For Ray. <laughs> just what's... as you start to talk, Rayfin approaches the table. Hey, Hob, how's it going? I'm I'm doing well, Rayfin. How are you? Good. What can I get for you all? To drink and food, I can also put that order in as well. Oh, I think I know food. <laughs> Hobbs just trying to do something. <laughs> Cabbage and chicken. Is that what we're doing again? I love it. I recently tried something. I was just told by my employer here, and he lays that on for <laughs> Rafen, because she's smart. She's going to get it, I hope, <laughs> that everything you make with cheese is good. So I was thinking maybe some cheesy rice this time. Okay. Yeah, we can do cheesy rice. Yeah. Sure. Awesome. Chicken Anything and the cabbage. Drink? Let's not be ridiculous. It, water, of course. Things. Yes. Water. Uh, okay. And Reynard just orders himself a glass of wine, but then points to what he assumes is the strongest drink on the menu for Eldrin. <laughs> you two give me a perception check real quick with a just two purple difficulty. Okay. okay. Remembering how to play two purple. Okay. Yep. I'm fairly certain Hob just ordered the deconstructed version of a casserole my mom used to make. <laughs> yeah, basically. Chicken, cabbage, cheesy rice, yep. Oh, I got successes. Okay, good for Hob, you have three advantage to spend, but Reynard, as soon as Rafen calls you Reynard, Eldrin's eyebrow twitch up and look at you. Whoopsie. Oh, I didn't even catch on to that. Oops. <laughs> Reynard did. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh. I didn't. It, we have nicknames here, just like how they called Glob Hob, and my nickname is my name backward, Reynard. So clever, haha. <laughs> I would like check. to use the three Absolutely. advantage to boost Reynard's deception check. Get a free upgrade with three yeah. advantage. That yeah. feels Holy like a charm cow. check to me. You are lying 100%. Glob is not Hob's nickname. <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, Hob does not like it. Okay, what is the, what is the difficulty? Oh, this is going to be against Eldarin's perception. Famously, Fierlin spies and assassins terrible at perception. Reynard, have you ever taken a talent that helps you lie more effectively? I don't even know if there is one because that ain't Hobbs' style, but it seems like there'd be something to boost your... I took a lot of charm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no. Um, that is going to be three red. Three red? It's an opposed check against his perception. Wow. He is, he's a spy. It's part of his job to know when people are lying to him. Okay. How many story points do we have? You have four. And you have I'm a free in... upgrade from Hobbs. Three advantage. Yeah, I took that. Okay. But if I'm you up, just I'm hadn't like... just needed to call me Glob again, this could be Char. Because your nickname is your name backwards. But you had to dig in at Hob a little bit, didn't you? It still would have been a lie. Okay, you ready? For this Reynard's disaster? an alias, not a nickname. 
That feels like semantics. Okay, two failures and three advantage. Hee ha hoo. Hee ha hoo. Hee ha hoo. Okay, no, you rolled incorrectly, Trevor. That doesn't what? get you a boost. It gets you a gr- an additional green. So just roll a green, and we'll replace the oh. boost die with it. It it won't. So it's still a wash. So, I'll unfortunately, wash. <laughs> yeah. But three advantage. So what would you like to do with the three advantage? Before Eldarin reacts. Okay, I don't know. I think mean, I'll something, make something up if you want. How about him? Remember, that's what he liked about me. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, you rapsk. I would say an environmental distraction, but Eric's been playing pretty hard and loose with those lately. Yeah, I was going to say that's real dangerous, man. <laughs> don't let me hey. distract anyone ever again in this game. <laughs> what if the drink? What if the drinks show up as he's and his drink looks like nice enough to take a sip of or something? I have no idea. Something to chill him out a little bit. If he's even mad. Rafen hasn't even left the table yet. Yeah. but Okay, can Rafen say, you're right, that's right, that's what we do here. (laughs) He's still going to know it's a lie. Trevor, you failed the check is the problem. But everyone's on the lie. It's more fun when everyone's in the lie. We could do something of, he started off with a friendly disposition, three advantage. He doesn't jump straight to hostile. He's not going to, he's going to be curious and inquisitive as to what the heck's going on as opposed to, outright okay i'm out of here y'all are being weird kind of thing does that sound good i mean to be fair we are being weird <laughs> i know but yes that's fine i think that's that great good. that sounds okay we're on manageable. E- we're on episode four of the quest to just have a conversation with elder <laughs> this is me washing my hands you decided he wasn't gonna be there when we showed up so <laughs> it could have been one episode shorter eric <laughs> I, I bear no responsibility for this. <laughs> oh, you accept no responsibility. That's different. <laughs> no. Okay. Eldrin, like, eyebrow shoots up at you, Reynard, and he turns to, to Rafen and says, yes, I'll have the clockwork charmer to drink and the Warforged Whetstone steak, whatever. That's just, yeah. And Rafen seems excited that he ordered the steak so Rafen's, okay great i will put those orders in is it and like a steak that's it. been seared on a hot stone or something like i don't understand <laughs> it's slowly yeah, cooked yeah. by the sparks off a wet stone <laughs> it takes a <laughs> long <laughs> time um and so then Eldering kind of what's the seating for me like is it reynard and hob on one side of the table and Eldrin on the other or what's the seating arrangement i assumed around the table but it's not that. No, it's a booth. Okay. Oh, I think Reynard in the middle. And the, oh, other the three of us on Everyone the same on one side? side? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not a, is it a round booth? It's a, he, no. no. What is a round booth? You know, like a corner booth. <laughs> like a U-shaped like the fan- booth. I know what he's talking the about. The fancy corner booth at Pizza Hut. Like they would have at Chuck right, E. Cheese. Right. Oh, yeah, I guess we... <laughs> Eric and I have eaten at a round booth together in the last, like, month and a half. How about if it would be, if it would be reasonable... They both sit in the cushioned booths seats, and I pull a table, a chair up to the end so as to provide okay. some privacy and security. Okay. So they're face-to-face, and I'm staring down the barrel of the table. So Eldarin, as Rafen walks away, shifts his weight and leans against the wall and kicks his feet up onto the bench that he's sitting on and looks at the two of you and is, so what's going on, Reynard? That is a very good question that you have, my friend. <clears throat> I'm expecting a very good answer. Now I'm confused. Me too. 
Oh, now I'm talking to Eric as Trevor. <laughs> oh, he knew that. <laughs> What's no, I up, don't buddy? know. I just don't know how to approach this now because now it was like, hey, let's find information. And the other half is, now I feel like we're just going to have to kill my dad. <laughs> if you want to come clean on some aspect of something so that it's clear to Hob that he's no longer pretending to be your bodyguard and can speak more freely, I'm not saying I can fix this. Because I don't think we might be past that, but I can help a little. But I'm still pretending right, Jeff, to be. Who's Hobbs' toxic father figure? Because I guess we're just killing all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to tell you guys this, but I think his name's Arik Stormpool. Arik Stormpool. <laughs> all right. Okay. Then I think right now we're starting. Trevor, with... you have an insane charm check. You could just give me the bullet points of what you would like Reynard to say. Make a check to see how well it lands, and then you can role play it out. Like you don't have to. There you go. Reynard speaks like very well and presumably because of that handles pressure like this a lot better than Trevor the human does. So you can rely on the dice in a moment like this also. I was going to say, I was going to start by being honest and be like, okay, this isn't my bodyguard. It's my friend. Yeah. I mean, you can, yeah, you could do all of that would all fall under the purview of charm. Like a, a, a mea culpa can be charming. Okay. There's nuance to honesty. <laughs> I would like to do that. I would like to just come clean and say, I have lied about something. This is not my bodyguard. This is my friend. His name is Hob. That's a better name than Glob. I will say that much. Brother, I agree. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Isn't Hob a halfling name, though? It is. It's uh, Hob is actually a nickname. Glob is a nothing. Oh. Hob is a nickname. <laughs> when I came to Eberron, I was taken in from, by a halfling family. Sharn. Came to Sharn. The world right, is Pardon Eberron. me. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> Where right. are you from? <laughs> Speak to me of your strange world. A forgotten realm, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you saying, Trevor? What would you like Reynard to convey? Don't worry about saying it word for word. I guess I need to start stepping into why we nabbed him. Okay. Um, how do you bring that up? How do you start that conversation? Well, you well, haven't I'm... nabbed him. You just wanted to talk to him. That's like, true. Yeah, he, been, he did come willingly. You have not abducted anyone. <laughs> In you fact, invited him to dinner. Him. If you <laughs> yeah. let him go into that bar, his day would have been much worse than it is right now. It's very true. I, I get. I'm trying to try not to jump too far into the deep end because I want. I just want to ask, what do you know about my dad? But <laughs> that seems like. What do you want to lead with? Do you want to lead with, what do you know about my dad, or do you want to lead with something potentially saying your mom's leadership is being questioned? Because that might, he may roll his eyes or get concerned looking. We might have a better idea of where he stands. Yeah, I'm concerned with, I don't know. There are rumors. The buzz is. <laughs> Above all, I'm a company man. So I'm coming to you <laughs> to ask how your mother is doing. <laughs> I heard it through the grapevine. Here, um, Trevor, go ahead and make me a charm check. Okay. I just don't know exactly what to say to not jump into like. The, I know, but. The meat of it. <laughs> But this charm check will indicate to you what his reception to it is going to be. And so that might take the pressure off a little bit of you, like feeling like you might say too much to turn him sour. Okay. So the difficulty is going to be one red, two purple. Okay. But add a black to it because you you did lie to him and he knows that you lied to him. Not too black, well black. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And I'm rolling. And you're rolling. Okay. Yay. Two success, two threat. Two well, success and a wash. 
because he gets two advantage oh. on any successful charm checks when I'm around. Yes. So two success. Okay. Okay. Best so. friend. Hey. <laughs> Not quite that, but amiable to listen. So yeah, how much info do you lead in with, Trevor? Yeah, I think it would be better to start with something about his mom. Man, how is she? <laughs> how is ever how is her God I'm I can't never be a politician. Yeah. Among the reasons why is this. <laughs> if you're going for the truth, go for the truth. We've heard yeah. a rumor that there's a that there's True. a push okay. against your mom's leadership. Because you can also check his deception with your perception if we don't know that he actually seems concerned about it. That's you know fair. What I'm saying? That's fair. Okay, so yeah, let's just say something like I think I'll be a, a tiny bit arrogant because that's who I am. Okay. Sure. And say, how do you feel about these rumors about your mother's leadership being questioned and possibly pushed out oh and eldering kind of shrugs slightly it's I try not to put too much stock in the murmurings of people that are just looking for an interesting story something to pull their dreary lives out of the the mucky muck but yeah i've heard that it's the nature of the game isn't it that as soon as somebody down the ladder perceives weakness in those above them, they strive to cut them down. It's nothing new, but I think my mom is powerful enough to handle any oncoming assaults to her power. But if not, and Eldrin gives a half shrug. Wait, I'm sorry, but if not, you're okay with something bad happening to her? I'm confused. No, I'm not okay with something bad happening to my mother, and I would certainly never participate in such an attempt. But when you decide to take in a position of power and leadership within this family, it's in the fine print that that you're co-signing on for having to look over your shoulder every day for the rest of your life. You'll get an argument here on that point for sure. I do want to. I do want to do a perception check when he specifically on when he said. I would not be a part of anything to hurt her. What was it that he yeah, said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be a three red check. Okay. I assumed it might be. Can I get a boost for listening so hard? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can have a boost for Reynard's successful charm check earlier. And you have uh, three story points. Yeah, go ahead and give me one. Because why not? Let's see what happens. Okay. Okay. Three success with an advantage. It, you can tell that he is being, he is not being deceptive in what he's saying to you. Okay. With, I have something for the single advantage if you want that kind of builds off of your perception of what he's saying. If you'd like a bit more information in terms Please. of his position. That's exactly what um, I want. Yes. There's a hint of exhaustion, like undercutting like his tone that in, he just seems not not engaged with the topic of conversation, I guess is the best way to put it. Okay. Like apathetic? Does Reynard also notice that? Reynard didn't roll perception checks, so... <clears throat> I know, I was asking if Reynard wanted to roll a perception check. Trevor, if you would like to roll a perception check, you can. Against what? <laughs> Three red? Yeah, is no. talking? Yeah, you okay. don't have to. It's fine. I do not want to risk a despair. <laughs> I'm trying to think how... I guess Ob just says, Reynard, I think 
we need to either. <laughs> Rafen returns with a tray, or no, one of the automatons comes with a tray with Rafen in in its wake. And Hob, you've been here enough that Rafen doesn't come to tables like that. It's very clear that you are, she's somebody that you, in, you she enjoys you coming in. And so she is coming to your table to chat and engage with you, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah, And so she's like, all right, I have the chicken, cabbage, and cheesy rice. I have the Warforged Whetstone steak. And sorry, Trevor, what did Reynard order? Just wine. Just wine? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And a wine. Food at the other place. <laughs> oh, um, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You see the, the steak, the plate that's put in front of Eldarin has gorgeously seared steak on it like crust uh exactly what you'd want side of mashed potatoes glazed carrots but there is a tiny figurine it's an uncut steak and there's a tiny figurine of a war forged on the plate with a like massive sword held up in an attack pose and rafen taps its head and it brings the sword down and it like it t- does a slice step slice step to where it slices the steak in the perfect like against the green slices for presentation as it walks down and then it just freezes and Rafen goes you can take that with you by the way and she just seems very happy that it worked and Rafen walks away oh wasn't that fun <laughs> wasn't that I mean, fun you don't get that yeah. everywhere do you is this a children's restaurant <laughs> I'd never considered it before <laughs> <laughs> but maybe <laughs> I like the food and the lack of people around. Does that make sense? Points, yeah, points for creativity, I suppose. I can cut. Uh, I guess I don't have to cut my own steak now. She said I could take this with me, and if it works for, I wonder if it's measured for. And Eldrin is holding his hands out, measuring the steak. I wonder if it's if it can sense how big the steak is and cut it based on that, or if it's. Anyway, and Hobbs, see, you're already considering how cool. That's the thing. <laughs> it looks strange, and then immediately you're like on board. And also, the cocktail that he ordered is blue, but it's champagne, and it's got like silver flecks floating in it. And he takes it. That is quite good. Okay, so what's going on with my mom? What do you know in terms of rumors? I just looked to Reynard. This is his to decide how much he tells now. I'm. Ah, oh, all of it. Man, what should I start with, though? <laughs> Whatever you want. I don't want to kill your mom. <laughs> the, the murder. Oh, yeah. the murder. <laughs> Lead with the Wait, headline. I should tell him I'm supposed to kill his mom? <laughs> no, tell him that your dad wants his mom dead. Oh, yeah, okay. That, that part. I was like, I don't think that's a good thing. Wait, passive, <laughs> passive tenses. Passive voice. We can lead to, he asked me to do it, and that's why I've come to you. But let's start with... Okay, man, I'm taking. I'm treating this as a real conversation. It is not. This is a fantasy yeah, world. This guy's, so. this guy's fake, and Eric is your friend. But I just had that realization that I'm like, no, this is not how. I don't need to tie this conversation. Someone else does. Like Reynard. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't watch what he says? So great. This is going to be awesome. It is a bit concerning that my my father does want your mother dead. Isn't that just, that's been going on for quite a while now, right? I think it's to the point where he's actively asked someone to murder her. Oh, that's... I think it's to the point. Oh. I know it is. Oh, okay. So Calavir Diffyarlin my... has... Is... Sorry, please go ahead. You, you... No, no, after you. Hop. Thank you. Calavir Diffyarlin 
has asked Reynard here to be the one who does the job. And Reynard, I think you can conclude by coming to you, has decided that is not something that he wants to do. Give me a charm check, Jeff. Fine. Can he assist? Can I get a boost because he's here? Because I good smile. At I smile at sure. him too. You know, when you smile, it makes it more difficult to speak, Raynor. <laughs> I have one yellow and one green well, in charm. And how hard is this going to be? One spend red, and two purple. Spin the story point. Yeah, I'm spending the story point, but we're still boned. <sighs> Okay, I got a success and an advantage. I guess I'm maybe being a bit histrionic. <laughs> Why'd you have a boost on that? Oh, I did. Add, I did not mean to oh. add the boost. Oh, no, yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, you okay. got a boost. You said you was, yep, yep. You're, I you're clicked right. boost when I asked boost because I was already clicking on dice, and then I didn't hear if you said <laughs> yes or no. I just went for okay. it. Eldrin kind of nods. What do you want to do with the advantage? Just pass a boost? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Elder nods like that's so what's I've met your dad and he's not doesn't strike me as the most patient or forgiving man for not doing what is asked of him. No, definitely two things I would never call him. <laughs> you being here and based on what your friend here has said, you're you don't intend to kill my mom. So how are you going to deal with your dad? Cut to you. Okay. Chris and Olive, you all are out on the street having just, Eris, you've laid out how awful the interaction with Harmon went. Olive understood and empathized. And just as Olive is about to say, how about we go back to the cauldron and just you hear screaming from inside the party. This is probably the wrong move, but Eris draws a... <laughs> draws the hand fletcher and runs back towards the party. Oh. Eris, oh god. Oh. And Olive runs after you. And yeah, Milo, you you see the blood drain out of Sana's face as the figure goes crashes out of the window. Eris, you you run in just in time to see a figure exiting the window, not enough to see exact features of who it was as you and Olive run back in. And yeah, you see the group of Milhatch individuals that were talking are shouting and screaming. Guards are pulling swords. There's kind of chaos and pandemonium going on. Milo, you do see Alira begin to turn and look and is obviously distracted. So you have a window of time where you are not the focus of her attention. Right. Milo reaches up and grabs Sana by the hand and says, come on, quick, let's go this way. Come on, Sana, let's go. Sana just limply follows you. She's not like falling over, but she's her brain's shut down. Eris, you're able to see Milo and Sana. What direction are you running, uh, Milo? We're, you we're headed towards just to leave the exit. Okay. However we can so, get there without being noticed. Hopefully. You are noticed by Eris because Milo and Sana are running straight at you, Eris. Eris wants to know where... Iris is looking around to see where Harbin is because that's her first thought of Yeah, give me a perception check. This is going to be a three purple difficulty hard with a setback die because of the chaos going around on around and make one of those a red. I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade difficulty once. Okay. Okay. Two success and three advantage. 
Okay, yeah, you can see a couple of figures have got their arms around Harbin and are keeping his head down as they're rushing him towards a back room. There's a doorway that they are rushing him towards is what you have three advantage. Are those individuals obviously legitimate? Mm. Yes, they seem to be like members of Harbin's entourage that are taking him to safety. Okay, I have three advantage love to learn more but it seems to stretch credulity to for there to be anything else to learn about what just happened given how quickly it did that people could be shouting things people could be crying out um, yeah yeah someone's shouting about what just happened to someone else so Eris gets a rundown of what just went down without having to pause for any kind of real conversation. Yeah. Yeah. There are people shouting, like, obviously there's a lot of, there's a lot of pandemonium and you hear two names being shout shouted. Like they got, somebody says they got Thaddeus is one of the names being shouted. And the other one is Kalis is the other Thaddeus like E-U-S and Kalis is K-A-E-L-I-S. Okay. Eris, I guess, is by the door and Milo's coming towards her, so she will wait long enough, but she's obviously looking at the window and trying to estimate where where the assailant might have might have gone. Yeah. So uh, as you're looking, Milo comes yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Milo, what are you immediately? Are Is Milo talking straight away to Eris as soon as you get within earshot or? Wait till Milo I get, doing? wait till I get up to Eris. I don't want anybody else to overhear anything that I might say. Okay. Yeah. So it's Eris, come on, we have to go. Alira's here. She's seen me. I can explain more as soon as we're out of here. Robert, what's the actual thing that just happened? I will explain when we're, when we're gone. <laughs> Harris turns and gets three feet out the door. So what just happened? <laughs> and Milo reaches up and like tugs Harris down to ear level. Kath just happened. Um, which way did she go? Through the roof. She came in. flaw is reckless. Eris turns and just tucks the hand Fletcher into its into its back holster and just starts going up the wall. Eris, Olive says, "That's not what I intended." She went up top, obviously. You're going by yourself. The only one with boots that could do it is is there any capacity for somebody else to fly Tasha? Tasha flies Tasha. Would Tasha respond to anyone else, I guess? Yeah, 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 because Harbin brought Tasha. Right, Harbin did. At the last gala we went to, where there was an attack through the window. Yeah, Harbin drove through the wall and crushed someone. Okay, Olive, like, grimaces and turns to Milo and says, come with me, and begins running towards Tasha. Come on, Sana, let's go. 
Sana is following but not keeping pace. Like, and okay, so Eris, you are climbing directly up. You give me a give me some kind of check to try and get a beat on where Kath went. Perception is probably the only real okay thing I can think of to use. That would certainly be. I'm trying to work out how I can argue streetwise because <laughs> it's so much better. Mm. Or yeah, streetwise or skill duggery in that Eris is for a long time. Eris was very aware of points of egress and how I would run away if I had to run away. And so when she gets to the top, she will be able to easily identify paths one could take in escape. Okay. And she knows generally where Kath's lair is. Yeah. Because we found uh, Kath's lair on the rooftop. Yeah. The nest of bones. <laughs> we found a lair. I don't know if it's the current one, but it's the best thing I've got. Okay. Yeah. Give me a skullduggery check. It will once again be hard difficulty, but I'm going to flip a story point. So turn one red into two purple. Okay. Wait, turn one red into two. Purple. Oh, no, sorry. Turn one purple into a red. I don't know why. So uh, one purple, one red. Okay. No, it was originally red. three purple check. Okay, there we so go. Two purple, one red. One red. Yes. Ugh. Got it. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> ah, no success, one advantage. There were no success or failure rolled on any of those dice. <laughs> it's just a bunch of threat and advantage. Yep. You've never done any crime in this part of town, Eris. Yeah, You've no, maybe this is, this is way outside of my league. Yeah. <laughs> maybe except that statue we stole. I guess. Yeah. We technically did do crime in this part of town, but Eris has probably had a feeling thought of if I ever wanted to steal from Morgrave University, this might be. But there's never been any serious consideration right. given. Yeah, Eris has only ever needed to go in through one window at Morgrave. <laughs> okay, then Eris is on the roof, and Kath is just not to be seen. You have an advantage. You could right. find uh, uh, it'd be yeah, a baby. Let me flu. find claw marks. <laughs> I find claw marks. That's how I. That's how I tracked her the first time. Yeah, uh, here, but I find some claw marks. Yeah, that gives you a general sense of a direction to head. After a couple of minutes, not after a minute, Milo, you Olive, you and Olive reach Tasha. Sana is still a handful of steps behind you all as Olive hops into hops uh, in the driver's position. I'll, you go up and I'll stay back with Sana. What are you gonna no, I need your help to try and find <laughs> Kath, Milo. Sana, hurry, let's go. Um, Come on. Milo rushes back to try to urge sauna on give me a check how much should i make it out for give me a pitch uh, you are you gonna try to charm her you're gonna coerce her you're gonna lie to her what's my little i'm gonna, gonna charm her okay i know it's difficult right now but if we got a chance to catch up to kath perhaps we can stop her please let's go one red one purple two black because sauna is it's been a it's been a rough year for Sana. How many story points do we have? You have three currently. 
Okay, can I flip one to turn a green to a yellow? You certainly can. All right. That's a wash. That's just pure... Zero. Sana, like, begins to, like, openly cry Milo, and she shoves you away, and she said, just go. Just go. I don't wish to leave you here by yourself. Go. Is she going to charm Milo to leave? No, she's going to start walking away. Olive, I... Sana, you promise me you'll be okay. Milo, we've got to go. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna flip a story point. Sana turns back to you, Milo, and says, Milo, I don't owe you anything. Go. Well, that hurts. Milo hangs his head and... Very well. Hops on the... Where Tasha can take us. As soon as you're in Tasha, Olive is, like, vertical. Yeah. Milo tumbles back, and, yeah, she gets as high as she can to try and get a vantage point as to where both Eris and Kath are. Milo, is Milo in a state to try and look for Kath at this point, or is Milo in his feelings? Milo's in his feelings a little bit. He would try to look, but it... Okay. But give me, probably not as effective as he could. Give me a perception check. Add a black to it. But this is going to be a hard check. So three purple perception. and one black. Three purple and a black. All right. One failure, two threats. Oh my gosh. Man, the dice are not good to us. Nope. Okay. So, yeah, Milo, you're just... Your mind, is, your heart's not in it right now, I think is the best way to, to put a uh, two threat. Which makes sense because I think between the two, Milo is closest to Sana, so. Yeah. We stop looking with your heart and start using your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> the two threats. That seems like too much for just two threat. It, it is. Uh, it definitely yeah, is. Agreed. <laughs> no, my thinking was like all of this chaos happens and then a group of people sprint out of the building might raise some suspicions. But once again, I feel like you all getting harassed. <laughs> we get arrested again. <laughs> <sighs> the two threats are we'll just pass this setback on the next check. All Miley, you do hear Olive say, I see Eris. And Olive begins to fly Tasha. Eris, you're on the rooftops and Tasha flying towards you. Blue haired girl in punk punk party clothes. Yes. That, that <laughs> subtle. That's what you're saying. There's 20 of them on the rooftops, but Eris has. We're always at the rooftops. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eris has a general direction. So she waits for Tasha to get down. And as soon as Tasha is close enough, she grabs the edge and swings herself up into the boat. Okay. And points in a direction. All right, and Olive takes off in that direction towards the direction that the claw marks were in. Okay, what what check would you all like to make in the pursuit of Kath? I really want to argue for something other than perception, but I've, I've just got nothing, <laughs> really. It's, I think it's just got to be looking for her at this point. We're not down on the roof, so I can't like create some sort of detectiveiness. So I think it's just perception. Okay. What is my difficulty? Uh, hard with a mm. setback from the two threat previously. Cool, cool. I'll spend story point. Upgrade one of them. And that's all I can really do about it. So here we go. 
Hey, everything got worse. I've got one failure, four advantage, and a despair. Yay. It's still good. It's okay. We can make this work. This is all it's fun. not okay. It's, it's no, bad. It's super bad. It's super really bad. bad. We failed all of the checks. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, we're killing it over on our vignette. That's true. Things seem to be going pretty well over there. Eric held up a yeah. finger, and I'm, I don't know if that's a technical difficulty finger or, oh, I need to look up this horrible thing that I had planned finger. Well, I didn't see which finger it was. He might just be mad at you. After all the fun we had at Jeff and Trevor's expense last time, I feel we're being paid back. <laughs> oh, I think somehow we're being paid back for all the fun you had at our expense last time, too. Actually, none of this, none of what's going on in ours is from Eric. That's true. <laughs> Eric's being exceptionally fair on our side. We're making our own nightmares. Aren't we, Trevor? I think it's going on. It seems to be. He's working with you so far. Yeah, that is true. Now, will it continue to go? Probably not. It just took forever to get to this conversation. Once we're at this conversation, forever. it seems to be going okay, because our social check person is over there. Where? You. That would be random. <laughs> I know, I'm unfortunately, our, unfortunately, our chase people across the rooftop person is also over there. Man, I know most of this is going to get cut, but the length of this pause... While Eric figures out what he's got to do to us is it's concerning. Yeah. Okay. So we have one failure, four advantage, and a despair. So the despair. Do you have any thoughts for the advantage? Obviously, we have failed to spot Kath, but this might be small for four advantage. But some, we have some evidence that we are going in the right direction. Obviously, we can't we can't gun it like obviously we could catch her if we saw her in Tasha, but we can't gun it because otherwise, how are we going to see anything that's going on as we're skimming the rooftop? We're seeing some evidence that we're moving in the right direction, but we obviously aren't spotting Kath. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, that works for me. What it is going to manifest as is you spot one of the... Oh, no. You spot the... Yeah, we've established these are a thing for them. You see a glint of something on one of the rooftops and as Olive kind of swoops down, you see the name badge of Thaddeus. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> Thaddeus is the name that you see on the badge. But... Well, if it's we swoop down close enough that I can see what the name on the badge, Eris reaches out and grabs it just in case anyone yeah. else is trying to follow. She doesn't want to leave totally. the trail for them. For the despair. Yeah. You all don't see this occur. It's a third party thing where... That's my least favorite kind of despair. It's <laughs> yeah. the kind that I am unable to react to. Oh, it'll come up soon. As you all have swooped up and gone, a handful of minutes have passed, and you were near-ish enough of the right district of the city, Sana walking into her parents' home, and you see her walking through like the main area and heads to a... Yeah, why not? Heads to a, a bookcase and pushes it, revealing a, a door and goes down some stairs. And you see her like enter dark artificing area, like dimly lit. 
and Drother sitting at a workstation and Sana says, it's gone too far. And Drother looks up and just looks back down and nods. And he slides a parcel across the workstation towards Sana and just hangs his head. Thank you all so much for listening. I have been your Game Master, Eric. We did this recording in one big, uh, massive uh, file, so we're splitting it up manually. So thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can head on over to our Discord, the link to which you can find on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, X, at, at the Geek Pantheon. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Geek Pantheon. If you want to financially support the shows in any way that you are able to do so, you can do so over there, or you can buy some merch at thegeekpantheon.com. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Geek Pantheon, if you want to check out tabletop role-playing game content that I make over there. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric, and I will see you next time.